Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And the witch is back. <laughs> and this is... Geeking, Geeking out, out with Shades and Sketch. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. What a spooktacular season that we are in the midst Ooh, of right now. Spooky. Oh, that's our classic trademark. Spooky. Ooh, spooky. Um, guys, every time you join us, you join us uh, in our GoCo in a different corner of the geeking out multiverse. And, uh, you know, I didn't think we we're going to pick up another gig. Uh, but we have it's uh, around around this time of year. Actually, we we tend to get a lot of these gigs. Yeah, you know, keep you know, DJs are in short supply. Sketch. Yeah, these times of year, especially in um, uh, in twenty twenty, the job market is not strong for for DJs. No, so uh, we had to put the old GoCo in reverse, the old time we travel did. circuits into reverse. We uh, slammed it back to nineteen ninety three. Salem, Massachusetts. Oh yeah. It is the uh, the town Halloween ball. Yeah, all the adults. We're your guest DJs. Here's one from Joey Lawrence coming your way. My love can fix anything. Whoa. Whoa. So we're I not going to get hired back, are we? I guess that means we're doing Blossom. Yeah. Today. Do we have a theme song for Blossom? <laughs> <laughs> No, if we're in 1993 and it's Salem, Massachusetts, and the witch is back, we must be talking hocus pocus. pocus. It's just a little hocus pocus sketch. Uh, you know, we've done uh, zombies and we've done ghosts and we've done ghouls. Now we're, now we're doing, doing witches. witches. And, and what better place to do witches than Salem, Massachusetts in 1993? Indeed. Probably the most infamous witches of salem massachusetts the sanderson sisters, sanderson sisters. never so heard of them not surprised do we have a theme song for the actual the actual theme of, of this week's episode i believe we do sketch take it away i put a spell on you and now you're gone 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 so gone i put a spell on you and it was strong so strong that's enough, I think. Perfect. I can't top bet. Who can? No one can. Who I mean, can? if there's anything that came out of this episode with was a, a much higher appreciation for Bet Mildred than I ever. Have, I mean, I am not ashamed to say I am I am a huge fan of Bette Midler. I think she can do no wrong. It's uh, one of the things that Elise and I uh, agreed on very early in our courtship. Wow. Bette Midler, fucking awesome. You don't hear that in a lot of uh, modern day. The special relationship we have, Sketch, what yeah. can I say? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, guys, um, if we are talking Hocus Pocus, then uh, we are obviously going to spoil Hocus Pocus. The 1993 Disney movie Hocus Pocus. Yep. And, uh, you know. That's probably it. That's probably it. Gotta love these self-contained movies. At least for now, it's a self-contained movie. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, and then, uh, you know, who knows? Spoilers for, for Halloween and for um, Salem, Massachusetts. 
and um, Bat Midler. Sketch, I do want to say at the top of this, um, before we get into the episode, mm-hmm. um, there is a an event happening on release day, Friday, October 30th, the day we were releasing this episode. There is a very special Halloween 2020 virtual event. It's being put on by the uh, New York Preservation Society, nyrpshop.org, and it is called Searching for the Sanderson Sisters, a Hocus Pocus Halloween Takeover, hosted by Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Uh, so you can get, you can still get tickets and be part of this virtual event. Bette Midler, Catherine and Jimmy, and um, Sarah Jessica Parker are, are all reprising their roles. Um, Ormy Katz is going to participate in some way, shape, or form. Wow. Um, so I'm I've got my tickets. I hope you get your tickets. And uh, it's a one-time, yeah, it's a one-time showing, and it will not be rebroadcast. So it's happening live. Go ahead, pause the episode. Uh, get your tickets. Get your tickets. Uh, I, I I think it's fair to say we won't be spoiling the um, special spectacular. No, spectacular. I think uh, we'll we'll keep that a sacred ground. Yes, we'll let you be surprised. Yes, because uh, we have the inside track information. We but, do. Uh, we're going to be respectful. Because you know that's who we are. Yoinkers. <laughs> I love old nineties. <laughs> Can't swear insults. Um. Oh my goodness! What was the? Damn! Damn! Double damn! Um. Shades. Yes. Sketch. Your. I think your history is a little more, little more robust than mine, as as with a lot of these properties that we do. But do you want to start with your uh, personal history with the Sanderson sisters and Hocus Pocus? Sketch, um, I fucking love this movie. Mm-hmm. This is my yearly watch on Halloween mm-hmm. event. Um, in, in my youth, I was all about the horror and gore. And uh, and in not my youth, or in a later stage of my youth, however you want to look at it. Uh, yeah, this is, Elise not a fan of the horror movie. And so uh, this, is, this is just the right flavor. I've probably watched this movie every year for the last 10 years <laughs> um, well from what i understand it's become quite a cult classic for halloween it really it really has yeah mm-hmm. i would say um right up through 1998 it was still charlie brown the great Pum- the great pumpkin mm-hmm. um was probably like the halloween cult classic fun for the family movie um but, you know some other things but like that they should would show on tv but right around like 98 99 2000 hocus pocus came back in a big way and i i didn't see it in theaters it did have a, a very limited theatrical run um i think i probably saw it for the first time um on like the free weekends that disney channel used to give you oh sure get yeah, you to buy those. disney channel yeah i'm pretty sure it's the first time i saw it and I, I don't think I had ever seen it all the way through until I like bought it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was like, oh, I, I don't remember seeing this. Like, I had never seen the beginning of the movie with live action Thackeray Banks. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, <laughs> poor Sean Murray. We'll get to that. Um, so I like 
not mind blown, but it was interesting, like seeing different parts of the movie that I had never seen. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I have always enjoyed it. I've watched it every year for the last 10 years and uh, looking forward to watching it for the second time this year on Halloween. Wow, so you're still going through with your tradition like this doesn't this doesn't count. For oh, you. no, this doesn't count. No, yeah. I I. I'm very familiar with this movie, so I I did a like a light rewatch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for for this episode just to go through and at specific parts to get things that I I wanted to talk about. But yeah, but you gotta uh, oh, watch. Yeah. You gotta do your official. Watch. You gotta do the tradition. Uh, I'm trying to get like uh, Army of Darkness in there as mm-hmm. like uh, maybe an alternative, or also watch that. I think that's like, in the same level of safe Halloween ish fun. I don't remember Army of Darkness being particularly gory. Well, what else are you going to do this year on Halloween? You know? Yeah. And, you know, nothing. Yeah. What a bummer. Yeah. Full moon, Saturday. I know. Good foliage in the Northeast right now. COVID. Nothing doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I we don't like to bring a lot of real world into our fake world, but uh, uh, in, in my neck of the woods, things are pretty, pretty dire right now. We've, yeah. We've had, we've had like a couple thousand new cases in the last couple days so yeah there will be no trick-or-treating oh yeah at uh good it's a good year to listen to some uh some geeking out halloween episodes this is our fourth one that's that's mind-boggling spectacular is what that is that it really is sketch what's your history with hocus pocus um okay so um i like you i did not see it in theaters also like you uh i probably did see it for the first time like on one of those disney free weekends and then it, it, it kind of became a movie where I, you know, you just see, you bump into it a lot. You yes. bump into it, yeah, yeah, especially yeah. around this time of year. And, you know, I whether you're at people's houses or you're just cruising the channels, like you'd always bump into it. And it just became one of those movies that, you know, the visuals are very iconic. So there's no mistake when you, yes, when you, they are. When you bump into it. And so, you know, before we did this episode, I, I, I had a pretty... I felt pretty confident that I I knew Hocus Pocus pretty good, and um and then I How'd watched it, and uh, the whole last half hour was new to me. <laughs> so, um, Wait, so, so the, that was great. Like I love the whole that. last half hour. So everything you thought the movie ends with them like falling asleep in the in the the tower. Yeah, after they had burned the witches alive. After they had burned the witches alive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guys, they they uh, cre- cremate the witches mm-hmm. in a in a kiln. Mm-hmm. I want to I, I want put a pin in that because I want to come back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I, I love I, it too. I, I love it. Um, and yeah, I, I, it must have just been like I also had that same experience. Like one of the first times I was yeah. like, "Wait, there's more of this I, movie." I think it was just like that. Felt like such a natural end that I probably at that point switched the channel. I agree. Or, you know, the parent at the house I was at turned it off or what? I don't know, whatever. But uh, delightfully surprised. Yes. Uh, a, a trick and a treat, really, for me. <laughs> that uh, there was still a half hour left. It was all brand new to me and and uh, uh, only heightened my appreciation of the movie because I think That's it wraps awesome up sketch. so nicely. I agree. This is one of my notes is it's so nice to like have a movie with like a clear and succinct beginning, middle and end Mm -hmm. because we get that so rarely now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you. Let me ask you a a follow up. um, Semi related question. 
What's your history with Salem, Massachusetts? Because we both live in the Northeast. We do. Um, I have I have been to Salem a number of times, only once at Halloween, and I will never do it again. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, my 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 proton pack got pretty wrecked at Halloween in Salem one year. Oh yeah, I would. Have there just isn't an inch of space per person. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I I like Salem. I think it's pretty beautiful. Um, I love like small town new england oh yeah um i have seen the oldest piece of candy in america and and tasted it, it the recipe uh, mm-hmm. uh i i love salem i have uh, friends that have a hat shop there uh emporium 32 check it out if you are in salem it's a uh, like a uh kind of steampunkish hat uh accoutrement store it? it's very impressive is, emporium is it, 32 it, have a Haberdashery. Haberdashery. There you oh, go. Oh, yes. that's the word. That's the it word. It is a haberdashery. Haberdashery. Yes. Um, I love Salem. I don't spend a lot of time there anymore. Um, just as as life has kind of like taken me in in different avenues. Mm-hmm. What's What's your history with Salem? I have. A, I mean, I have a kind of a, a, a funny anecdote with with Salem. Salem is in my uh, in my household in this in the in like the baby sketch household growing up really? with my parents we um there's an ongoing joke that my my mother always tried to get us to go to salem i guess she <laughs> really wanted to do like a day trip to salem because it is day tripable from from oh, where, yeah, I live, absolutely. where i live and um she always wanted to do one and she could never get any of us interested like at all <laughs> so like we never went to salem she never got to do her trip but then um right before Oodle was born um you know, my my mother wanted to like, yeah, just do something with me, like you know, like one one last little special something before uh, you know it, it would be another generation attached. You're a good son. And so I said, you know what we should do, mom? Let's go to Salem, Massachusetts. You always wanted to go. I'm totally down for it. Let's go to Salem, Massachusetts. And uh, we did. We did a day in Salem, and I was shocked because I always had this idea in my head that it was going to be like so small and so quaint it is monstrous it's huge and, and you know i wouldn't modern. call it a city but but it's definitely a very large happening bustling town yeah and, whoever... and we did we did go in um like late september and and yeah. so like you were already getting the halloween crowds like the, you know like the fall crowds did you do house of the seven gables <laughs> yep, and yep, um, we did that one uh what's her name's house uh what i remember we mainly did the house of the seven gables and we did like just we just explored and walked around ourselves like around the wharf and around the main drag of the uh I I briefly dated someone from Salem and we did like the hocus pocus tour and mm-hmm. saw all the sites there and like go. went in all of the houses and, and uh went to like the hanging tree, yeah. the site of the jail, the dungeon. I uh, would um I would definitely go back to Salem. There's so much more to explore. I wouldn't right. do it in the fall again. Or at least no, af- no, after no, no. Halloween. Holy well, yeah, it's it's packed. It, Halloween starts in like July there. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and uh uh, one of the things I, I found fascinating about it is obviously it's become such a, um, you know, like a hot spot for um, Wiccan and for oh, yes, for yeah. modern day witches to kind of congregate at. And like, you know, there's the shops and everything that right. sell all the accoutrement and, and so on and so forth. 
And all I could think of is like the horrible events that happened right. centuries ago, and all they've done is put Salem <laughs> on the map to just make sure that continues there like forever now. But uh, there's a little plug for Salem. Go to Salem, Massachusetts. Merchandising. It was, it, was, it was a really neat uh, trip. I will say whoever whoever was in charge of municipal government in the 1960s did not care for, like, the, the quote-unquote Salem. Salem. Salem of yesteryear? Salem of yesteryear. I also didn't know it was such um, a big fishing port. Right? I, I, I guess I always had this romantic idea that it was just, like, tucked away and, like, woods you know like uh like the berkshire mountains or something but no right over there no right over there on the coast it's right in the yeah right yep. in the middle of everything well there you go this episode brought to you by salem massachusetts yeah Hope we do you well salem massachusetts <laughs> a lot of sponsors this episode yeah. um shall we do the history, yeah, let's of, do the history of the official uh film as always, the official I history. Know this. <clears throat> Let me settle in here. Hocus Pocus origins date back to the late 1970s or early 80s. It's kind of unclear when producer David Kirshner and his daughter came up with the idea one night after their neighbor's black cat crossed their path. Kirshner imagined it was once a boy who was transformed into a cat 300 years ago by three witches. You could kind of see so you could kind of like, see the leap that he took then to turn it into this movie. Yeah, there's right. like a little seed there. That is very specific. Yeah. For those of you guys who haven't seen right? the movie yet. Uh, right. That, that is, is the like basically the, the whole that is the whole plot. That's the whole A plot of the movie. Like you would you would expect or is it I don't you know what the AB that is. like in these in these stories that you hear sometimes like coming out of Hollywood, you'd expect like, well, let's change the black dog into a black cat. And instead of two sisters, there's three sisters. Right. No, this is verbatim. Right. This is, ver- yeah, it's. That's a commitment. Uh, screen. It is. Screenwriter Mark Garris wrote the script sometime thereafter. And in 1984, the Walt Disney company bought it with the original working title of quote, Disney's Halloween house. Hmm. It was a much darker story. All of the protagonists were 12-year-olds, and Kirshner and Garris approached Steven Spielberg at Amblin Entertainment to produce and to direct, even though Disney owned the rights to the movie. So they had this, like, dark horror Mm -hmm. tale Mm -hmm. for Disney. I'm guessing, like, the Sanderson sister cottage featured Mm. more heavily if it was called Halloween House. Right. And uh, they wanted Spielberg to direct and Amblin to produce it. Spielberg saw Disney as a competitor in the family market and refused to co-produce with his quote-unquote rival. Various rewrites took place over the next decade, uh, and the film became more comedic. Two of the protagonists were aged up into teenagers, and production started and stalled several times until Bette Midler expressed interest in the film after reading the script. It immediately went forward into production. Quote, Hocus Pocus was the most fun I'd had in my career up until that point, unquote, Bette Midler. Sketch, I don't know if you've seen any uh, Bette Midler footage from uh, some of the concerts that she does. Bette Midler also started her career as a, mm-hmm. as a singer, transitioned mm-hmm. into film. I don't know if you've seen any of her concert, for, concert footage. She does an entire act mm-hmm. of her show as Winifred awesome. Sanderson. 
full costume, the fake teeth, the wig, the, the outfit, everything. The whole set transforms. Two of her backup singers look like Mary and I Sarah. D- I did um, see that even recently in an interview, she said it's her favorite character she's ever played. I could easily yes. see that. I can too. I I think this made her a a household name in terms of like relatability in like in in like the film and industry. I'll 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 say uh I don't think I've ever seen her in anything else. Bette Midler is go. not really in my realm of movies that I partake in uh or other media that I partake in. So this is I'm going to go ahead and say it hands down the best Bette Midler your, your favorite I've Bette ever Midler seen. movie. Yeah. Oh Okay, cool. Ever. ever. That I have ever I'm going to give you some suggestions later okay. in the episode. Um, where are we here? Where are we? There we go. Principal photography began in October of 1992. Actually, it began on 10-12-92 and wrapped on 2-10-93. Yeah, yeah. That's um, really confusing if you're listening primer- to this in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, it was primarily shot on sound stages in Burbank, mm-hmm. California. However, all the daytime shots of Salem, the ML- elementary school, Allison's house, the burial hill in Marblehead, where um, uh, Max is attacked by Ice <laughs> and uh, and Jay, ice. Jay and Ice. What an idiot. Um, I know, right? And the old town hall in Salem for the big dance number, where we are now were all shot in Massachusetts over a two-week period. You know, when I was watching it, that was one of my notes. I was like, I actually think some was of actually this was Salem. actually filmed in Salem. This is this is too authentic looking. It would have been dolled up more if it, it was made to look like Salem. This is actually Salem, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I love that they actually shot all of those yeah. scenes in California and uh, in, in Salem and, and didn't just do the whole thing in like some neighborhood Remember when Disney used to do that? Yeah, remember when like you know movies used to go to the place? I, I can't believe in? that. I mean, talk about yesteryear. Someone I think, actually I, thought like, that they didn't want Disney to become their rival in fa- in family entertainment. I can't even imagine <laughs> that now, having that kind of ego. But I guess in the uh, the eighties, that's yeah. Steven Spielberg. Eighties, that's eighties Spielberg, Spielberg versus eighties Disney. I guess. Sketch, I'm going to throw something else at you. Can you believe that Hocus Pocus on its like shoestring budget went and shot in in Salem, Massachusetts, but Black Panther, none of Black Panther was shot in That's Africa. the one I, I didn't want to bring it up, but it's what I was thinking of. Oh, that's you exactly You thought it, right? You thought of. it, right? Okay. Because I immediately thought yeah. that when I read this. It was like, yeah. son of a bitch, yeah. come on. Come on. And that's not taking anything away from Black Panther. That is a knock at Disney yeah. and Marvel. Like the the movie is fucking fantastic. That's that's a knock at at the yeah. production team. Okay, um, sketch oh, my favorite God. part of the episode here. Uh, how much do you think this movie costs? In nineties dollars, huh? In nineties, what was big in 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 pogs? Hmm. <laughs> pogs and yes, we can do the transaction of pogs. Szechuan sauces and other nineties. Yeah. Remember, remember Gap. No, ninety three was Aladdin. Right. That was Aladdin. Right. Mulan came out later, I believe. Gak, yes, I believe I have a container of Gak somewhere. I, I'm 
afraid to open it anymore. You know what I do have? I have a can of like quote unquote quote turtle ooze and a quote unquote can of uh, ectoplasm from. But I I am positive if I were to if I were to open up either of those, it's just crust. Oh, you're you're being kind. I thought at this point they're probably carcinogens. At this point, they just they just come out and they just eat you away. (laughs) Mom, I'm gonna be a ninja turtle. Was the last word Billy ever said? <laughs> oh, yikes! Um, yikes. okay. In in, in oh, modern boy. hogs currency, I would say. Um, but you already gave me a hint. It was a smaller budget. It was. Uh, that would mean something to me if I had any realm of of understanding of how these big budget things work. I will say ninety five million dollars. I'll give you a second guess. Much lower. $63 million. Both good guesses cost $28 million. It's crazy, That's right? It? That's it. But when you, I, uh, like, I can't imagine that covering, like, the cost of camera. Because I'm thinking of, like, other. Or, like, flying the crew from, from Burbank I'm to just Salem. The bet alone. Um, right, is it twenty? What? That is 20, shocking. Twenty-eight right, million dollars. So Thirty, and that still knocks my socks off. Because we're ta- we're right. not talking we're not talking the age of low budget Hollywood. We're, I mean, we're now in in Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park timeline. Right. Uh, wow, exactly. that is crazy to me. Less than thirty million dollar budget. Okay. But I'm I'm also thinking like, wasn't Beetlejuice also something like ridiculously small and yeah, like, and shockingly like, small? Halloweeny, spooky horror type things do typically have smaller budgets. And when you look smaller at the budgets. effects, of the, there isn't a tremendous amount of effects, which I'm going to talk about later. There there are like yep. one or two actual mm-hmm. effects in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, they 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 this was like such a scrappy yeah movie it's a movies movie it really is yeah. it really is it you would have featured on that yeah. show that you often talk about it probably movie did magic it, it probably it, did you know yeah. you're right um sketch how much Gosh. so i couldn't find i couldn't find its actual yeah. theatrical mm-hmm. release box office gross i could only find what it eventually made with um TV and syndication and home video oh boy, release. So I, gotta do, I gotta calculate all that too, and then convert. Yeah, to Yeah, I couldn't find its actual thea- okay. theatrical run. I think the so you said twenty eight. Uh, we came up with your was sixty three million was your guess for how much it it cost yeah. to make. I think the Pog conversion is um, five sleeves and an OJ commemorative Whoa. chase slammer. The OJ slammer. The OJ boy. slammer. Um, if you don't know what a slammer is or what that OJ Simpson reference is, references, Google it. Yeah. Pogs made a commemorative OJ Chase slammer. I've this got it. That's episode right. Episode is really aging us tremendously. Brought to you by Pogs. Pogs more fun than you can throw a We're milk bottle cap at. Haberdasheries oh. and Pogs and <laughs> sketch. How much um, do you think it made? Now. It, 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 I believe it wasn't a financial success at the beginning. 
it was not a financial which i i also i have to attribute at least a little bit of that to that it came out in july didn't it that's an odd time to release a halloween movie interestingly like that's when spooky movies tend to come out ghostbusters came out in like june ish Mm -hmm. july beetlejuice came out in the summer because they try and do like blockbuster this 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 is is not not a blockbuster this not a blockbuster this would have been say this was as a compliment right this was just bad bad strategy on disney's part if they had released this at halloween it probably yeah especially because it is geared so heavily towards kids and kids like small children you know you got a short span of attention and so you know you you do halloween at halloween right anywho um so uh it may it was made with 28 uh i originally guessed 63 is what it was made with uh with everything in total i will go a gentleman's 68 million dollars you are so kind, Sketch. It eventually made $44 million. I feel like everyone talks about this movie. It's estimated that this movie cost Disney sixteen uh, a $16.4 million loss until it gained cult status. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. It's, it is the John Connor but of I the 90s. If, or if, John um, Carter. I mean, if if everyone knows of it like I knew of it, I mean, I never spent a dime on this movie. I always just saw it on free Disney right. weekends or or at other people's. Like, I've never owned it. I mean, I watched it now because it's on Disney Plus. Uh, but that we don't own it right. anymore. It's all just pay to watch. So I do own a copy of this, and I own it on Amazon. So you you're go. welcome, Disney. Helping to re recover. Trying to help you make some um, of that. That's a shame. This movie deserves to be more successful than that. But I really think it is successful it in does. the hearts of its fans. That's okay, Sketch, because it has been announced that there will be a Disney Plus yeah. movie sequel Good. with the entirety Good. of Don't the original do a cast returning. No, 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 no. They're bringing Good. everyone back. Everyone. I believe everyone Even, has signed uh, on. Binks? Army Cats. Oh, you know, it's it's interesting whether Sean Sean Murray will reprise his role as like a an older dead Thackeray Banks. <laughs> I should dead. say the principal like Army Cats, um uh Allison, Vanessa, um your main um, kids, your Max, your Allison, your Danny, uh, Vanessa Shaw, and um, mm-hmm. Tora Birch. Uh, so Max, Allison, they're all, and Danny. they're all adults now. I think Ormy Katz is sound. They are all adults. Um, Tora Birch, Danny is um, is on The Walking Dead. Uh, Gamma on The Walking Dead. I don't. Did you make no, it to Gamma? I, I, I didn't make it to Gamma, but is. I looked up the I looked up the character. I think she's part of Negan's crew, maybe. I don't know, or like one of the the people that pretend that they're walkers. Oh not. yeah, that maybe she's part of that because that I did not see. I did not see that. Yeah, no. I didn't see that either. I think that's the crew oh, that no. she's part of. They don't sound good. Yeah, that's what they happens. Don't. The Sanderson right? curse. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, should we? Uh, should we do the all important yeah, internet all, scores? All important internet Okay, you ready for this? I don't know if I am, now that you ask it that way. 
IMDb gives this movie a 6.9. Wow. wow. Rotten Tomatoes. This must be this may be the biggest over under we've ever done we for Rotten Tomatoes. We got to start checking that cuz you've said that a couple times now. So we really got to start comparing this. This one feels the biggest. Ooh, that's and, and the, that's the sound bite. That's the sound bite of the episode. This one What's feels the biggest. the biggest. This one feels <laughs> Uh, okay, so Rotten Tomatoes critic score, even a 37. 37%. Like, what? Do you not count whimsy, Rotten Tomatoes? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> right? Fan score, 71%. That's, that's like a 7.1 to IMDb. Yeah, yeah. 7, I'm still 6. surprised 9. that uh, fan score is that low. I bet Google reviewers are going to come in here. 92% of Google reviewers love this movie. I gave it a 96%. I yeah, fucking love yeah. this movie. I have, I'm 4% rant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the math. I did it. Sketch. Um, I gave this movie a, uh, it, it's a score with an asterisk. Okay. I give this movie a 93. But. Okay. You got to watch around Halloween. I don't think I would uh, give it a high score like yeah, in February no. or something. Oh my gosh, does it capture the the magic of Halloween? That's so interesting. I so agree with you, uh, because I originally gave Mm -hmm. it a 93. That was my exact score. And then I bumped it up, because I I said to myself, this movie perfectly encapsulates the feeling of being like Mm -hmm. a kid, or like a a kid at heart at Halloween. And like, particularly like when the school Mm -hmm. lets out, for like oh, Halloween yeah, weekend so or like Halloween night. And like they perfectly captured like without mm-hmm. doing anything, but they perfectly captured like being a, a school age kid in New England yeah. at Halloween. Yeah. And like kudos to them for for shooting in Salem. You know, at it, it would be it would be um, now that you say that interesting to to know in some all alternate universe how we would score it if we didn't both grow up in New England. Um, I thought about that celebrating Halloween because ninety three. What was that? That was that was third grade for us. So that is, Correct. I mean, that is that's hocus pocus age. Like that's prime it hocus is. pocus age. It's it's perfect. And I I mean I did it. It is like fall in. In New yeah. England, when they're shooting, no, everything's everything matches up perfectly. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm glad our scores kind of bump the numbers a bit because those are, I yeah, I, with the exception of Google, because Google's always always doing a right. good job. Good on you, Google. Uh, those are much lower than I would have considered. And and I'm just uh, I, I'm shocked at that critic score because like, what else did they want? Like this movie, you know, we're dangerously close yeah. to raving here, but I'll just from my notes, this like this movie opens on kidnapping and premeditated child mm-hmm. murder. Yeah, it does. Like what this this movie is like perfectly terrifying. It is like there is real jeopardy and it is 100 percent appropriate to watch with your small children. It's got humor for adults. It, it like it checks all the boxes for like a holiday movie to put on and everybody has a good time. I think the issue it. that you're touching upon here is that there are no um, 
professional movie critics uh, that have made a career of it who also happen to be children. Or, or enjoy those movies. damn child labor laws. This is us coming down on the <laughs> child labor laws. Let children support their families. But, uh, I mean, so Sketch, have you ever seen any of, like, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? or Friday Goodness, no. I'm movies? with Elise on this. I, I'm not into the, the, the horror and the gore. Okay, so the first two Nightmare on Elm Street movies and the first two Hall, like, usually the first two, and they're they're pretty, like, terrifying slasher fix. And then as you get into, like, three and four and five, they get, like, really campy mm-hmm. and cartoony. And, and like, kind of all of it's Everything's, like, it's, like, so outlandishly gory that it's more mm-hmm. funny for yeah, yeah. the absurdity yeah. than any sense of jeopardy or, or terror. And, like... Those are movies with like PG-13 and yeah. R ratings. This is a G-rated movie mm-hmm. for the most part. And it opens on child murder. In the first 10 minutes of the movie, there is a dead mm. child slumped yeah, over yeah. in I a chair. Yeah, I was surprised she was actually dead. On screen. Yeah. Right? I had a memory of her not being dead. And, and that must have just been wishful thinking. 100% soul yeah, like yeah. life force stone sucked out of her corpse stone cold yeah, yes. she's dead corpse. dead and then the sanderson sisters yeah, are hanged by the net and i that now that place. is a scene that has seared in my mind from my earliest yes. of watching is those feet dangling like the, and just yeah, from yeah. the legs the yeah, feet yeah. dangling yeah. yes yeah uh hanging is is uh that's a tough one and like it, the the worst thing you can say about the execution of all of that is it was hamstrung by the limitations of the budget and the technology at the time. Like if they had had a hundred million dollar budget, can you imagine what that would have looked like? Yeah, but I'm still I'm not upset at all with how it ended up looking. I'm not either, because I think it was they did it perfectly for the kind of movie that this yeah, turned out to be. Curmudgeons. Come on, right. IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. Don't you're gonna make our shit list like Metacritic. Remember Metacritic? We fucking buried Metacritic. We talk about a stone cold corpse. <laughs> you have a guys ever hear of Metacritic anymore? Oh my, Probably not. Nope. That's that's because yep. of Shades and Sketch. Yep. Mainly shades. Buried it. Mainly shades. Pile drove it. Yeah. yeah. Into the dirt. All right. Well, I mean, I guess if we're uh you know, if we're already starting to defend this movie, I guess uh that brings us to raves i got raves for days for this movie sketch well then why don't you start all right um well i i think you have a lot so why don't you start us off with raves sure first rave the cast all hail queen bet yeah but like everyone is fantastic Sarah Michelle Geller is fucking crazy. You know, I have been doing that in my head the entire episode. Oh, I'm, I said Sarah Michelle Geller instead of Sarah Jessica Parker. The thing oh, is, oh man, okay, I didn't even realize they did it. Same, pretty much era of three named Sarahs. Uh, yes, Sarah Jessica Parker is fucking insane. In you don't movie. know how many times I've 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 Done wanted that? to say that this this episode, and I, I did it. I yeah, there you go. Oh, it's supposed to be a professional, guys, but uh, Sarah, you, you know who. Yes, Jessica Parker, aka Sex in the City, aka, AKA wasn't she married to Matthew Broderick? She was, she, she possibly still is. is? I don't know if they are still married. I never saw Sex in the City. I didn't either. 
I don't think we were the demographic. This might be another one where I say, I don't think I have any other experience with Sarah Jessica Parker's work. So I'll go out on a limb and say, this is the best performance <laughs> of Sarah Jessica Parker. I sketch I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick are still married Making since 1997. Nice. Hollywood goals. Yeah. Um, Catherine, uh, uh, Kathy and Jemmy mm-hmm. also like, she's like barking, yeah. she's riding vacuum cleaners. Yeah. She, like she's, she's bringing she's, it. She's showing she's up to work. Like, she is um, showing up to work. Like the cast of this movie enough, and the, the kids too. I've like, seen all fantastic. others. I've seen others of Kathy's work. Really? Was she, was she wasn't in? she in Sister Act? I thought so. But that like, I wasn't possible, uh, positive on that. I think she was uh, in Sister Act. Yeah, she was in Sister Act. You're absolutely right. So look at that. Out of the three witches, that's the one I have the most. Uh... She was the voice of Peggy on King of the Hill. Peggy Hill. No, she was yeah. really. Yep. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. I had yep. the most uh, background knowledge for Mary. I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. But uh, yeah, you were absolutely right. She was in both Sister Acts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's in everything. Yeah. No, they they all they they all brought it. They all delivered. Um, and, and I will I will just add. Um, Sean Murray, live action Thackeray Zink, uh, Zachary Thackeray Binks. Say that five times fast. Um, okay. he brings the intensity in that opening sequence. Like, oh sure, he is fantastic for yeah. the little bit of time that he's on screen and i just feel terrible that they adr'd his voice with uh, uh jason marsden well i didn't know that so and the adr was fantastic yeah the adr was great um what's his name sean sean was great sean murray uh, for those of you uh in the know sean murray it plays uh tim mcgee on ncis for like the last hundred years whatever season they're on now wow um, I don't know if he was an original, but he's like the only original left besides Mark. Pseudo, I think he showed up in season two, maybe pseudo original. Oh my gosh! Did They're you say on, like N- their NCIS? Cast. So we're talking uh, haberdasheries, pogs, and now like NCIS. NCIS. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know what that last bit was. Children these days. Um. Yeah. I mean, I. I'm gonna if if I can. Um. If I may, I piggyback. Yes, please. May I witch witch hop, if you will? Um, the witches themselves, the the main three, oh, are fantastic. are without a doubt they elevate this movie to a whole other level. And multiple times in my note, I wrote down Bette Midler is crushing it because crushing she was. It. I mean, she was she was the the blinding light on the screen. I mean, she was your focal point but i spent such careful time watching the other two like when they weren't the focus they are 100 in character all the time oh when so physically yes when like um and i say sarah jessica parker is like fucking insane because she's like hanging off of cemetery gates she's yep. like it's you know spinning dervish in the background just in like the joy of like imagining cannibalizing children no i don't i don't um, know words so good but is, is life is life a word is, is I, like, yes like like almost like 
she reminds me of the word life if that's a word uh l y t h life is that no, what you're i thinking? think it's l i t h e well there's 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 yeah l i she's she's just like kind of spindly but graceful yes that there you go you know 100%. like like that that was it and um good on you Dude, yeah i was just like some uh middle school vocabulary there is it really wow i'm up in my game i guess well, i mean like vocat you know like, yeah, yeah it's been a while since we've done vocat um the other thing about them and i i, I did watch a um like a little behind the scenes vignette because I was okay. interested in Hocus Pocus after yeah. this. And I was like, Ooh, I want to, I want to, you know, what, what went into this? What exactly happened here? And I don't remember if they made it very clear in the movie or not, but each of the three sisters has a different father. So they all have the same mother. Interesting. Uh, yes. Who is like, who, or who was like a very powerful like witch. The, the baddest witch of them all. Yeah. 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 And um, Bette Midler's father was a very powerful warlock, which okay. makes her the, um, you know, the most powerful the strongest, of the three yeah. sisters. Um, Sarah's father was the village idiot, which <laughs> got, you got it. Good job. And yep. then, you know, don't think about this one too hard, but Mary's father was a bloodhound. Which is why she she <laughs> like whoops and she, yeah and she sniffs out the children oh my and everything. God, that's amazing. And like it all fits. It all like that's perfect. And they all like they deliver those. They deliver like even even if that's not a main part of the movie, they deliver they all of those. Absolutely delivered those on all of that. Yeah. Even if it's not made clear, like you know, like in in the acting world, like you know what what's this character's secret? Yeah. What's the, that nobody else knows? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So they Perfect. Go. They all captured that wonderfully. Strong think, agree. Yeah, I think that was the director talking about that. So it might not have been in in the final cut of the I movie. Love but it. as soon as they said it, like things snapped into place for me. I'm like, oh, I get the I get the barking. Like the barking used right. to just be kind of like, okay, that's her. Weird. Okay, it's a choice. Yeah, this yeah, thing. Oh, no, her. Oh, she's part dog. That's why she can part. smell. And she's. Oh, okay, I get it. I that get makes it. so much sense. Yep. Cyrus the village idiot that's you, amazing you know another thing that that Bette miller said in that behind the scenes is that she what she liked about this character and about this trio of characters was that she thought they had a um a real opportunity to do a like a full female version of the three stooges and i was like wow yeah success bet success yep. because you are you're so physical with your they actions really are and you're, you're downright slapstick with each other and you're all selling it. You're all selling either the, the delivery or the or the getting it. That's so interesting. You're you're I hundred percent agree, and it never feels over the top. No, no, no. It never it feels somehow like fits. three stooges, but it right. feels like you know you you know like almost what you expect at least in these terms of like twenty twenty witches, and like these these are like they are real life versions of like those classic witches that yes. we grew up with stories of yes you know a hundred percent they they're not like and they're dark and they're menacing but they're they also have this whimsy to them sarah is like right like downright sadistic sarah is very um she is by far the most like terrifying of them and all. she's the one that lures all the children yes uh with her voice and she right she, she calls them with her little song which i guess could have been the theme of the episode sure could have 
how do you you can't upstage bet um yeah and yeah and the fact that each three all three of them like have such a clear role in their master ploy of stealing all the children's life force or 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 whatever you call it um what do you what do you think they're sucking out of the kids because uh, life force yeah because because tim hoshi and i were vitality yeah yeah we were actually having a conversation about this a couple days ago because i told him we were doing hocus pocus for the um the pod and he has strong opinions on hocus pocus oh okay um very much in favor of the hocus pocus uh so but but we did talk about like well what are they sucking out of the kids what exactly are they stealing and yeah i think we kind of came to the the, like they're stealing the the reason they want kids and not adults is because like kids have a lot of potential life ahead of them right and they're like stealing they're like the um the opportunity angels in in doctor yeah. who where they're they're beating off of the life of these children and that's dark stuff it this movie is deliciously dark and as you would say fits sketch. so nicely with with just like the lore of witches too and like how right. gruesome like fairy tales used to be stuff like that. yeah i Strong loved agree. it i really loved it i'm glad yeah uh i believe it is your rave i mean i kind of took over yours but um i'll keep going i'll keep going Okay, well, well, this this kind of has to do with what I just said, and and I just I just wrote down that this is some damn good storytelling, because you know you have so many elements here in this witch's cauldron of a movie. You got you have like the classic witch lore of like a a, a pseudo Salem historical lore, right? And then you right. have you have the whole story of Max moving from uh, California to to Salem and trying to fit in here and find new love and hocus pocus and all of that you have the story of the the witches themselves and what they do and how they operate and how how each of them has a trait and it all just flows together really well it really does this is a movie that doesn't feel like there's an a a b a c a d plot no it feels like one thing that's with you know one story that's being told but there are so many different stories that are unfolding there's the story of the parents Mm-hmm. There's the story of like the school teacher. Danny, the Danny has a big story. Danny has her her own arc that she goes through. Yep. There's like the the young budding love. There's like the the supernatural element. There's like this this fucking uh the Marshalls make an appearance. Penny yeah, Marshall do. and Gary Marshall play uh husband and wife uh in this. Uh, like they have their own like weird thing going on. Like and there's, there's no so... fat. There's no fat in this movie that you'd there cut away. There isn't. There isn't. And it's like even when there are good, all relevant. It is, and it's it's light, but it's also dark. Mm-hmm. Um, you could call it some chiaroscuro. Yes. And yeah. The Italian uh, Renaissance. Uh, I only technique. know that from uh, Strong Bad, the Trogdor the Burninator episode. Oh, there you go. Charles I looked it up is, after. Is the, uh, yeah, the drawing technique of using lights and darks I to make form. Some shading. So there you go. We use it a lot in Egyptology. But um, yeah, and I like the fact that um, you know, they filmed in Salem and the events of the actual witch trials of Salem, like spoiler alerts for the actual witch trials of Salem, but those people who were murdered, not actual witches. No. Okay. Just gruesomely. Just going to go ahead and say that. But uh, so I'm, I'm happy that this movie, like 
didn't even address that. Didn't even, right. like, we, well, let's not even talk just about fun. the real witch trials at all. It's just fun. Let's just deposit a world in which these are the witches that Salem right. is famous for. And um, by the way, they were hung and gruesomely murdered by a mob, and rightfully so, because they they had they murdered they children. murdered children and another yes. child was missing. So and <laughs> uh, and they were unapologetic about it. I mean they're were just we're just three spinster sisters yeah. who are like crocheting and murdering children. Yeah. So um you know so good on those Salem town folk in this movie for killing those witches. You know, like I did think about that as I was watching it to be like, oh, this is typical Disney like Disney is guilty of whitewashing and sure. like sanitizing history, but like, you know, so many innocent people to their deaths yeah. uh, under under the the guise of law and order and uh, religiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, but like what the one that sticks out in my mind um, and there are others. And I the only man who was put to death for witchcraft was Giles Corey. Do you know the story of Giles? Well, Corey? I know there were a couple of men put to death. It was more women, they were, but there they was were a arrested, men, but, there but was... only one was actually ex- executed. Well, there are you talking about the one that was crushed to death? Yes, Giles yeah. Corey, who was pressed to death. Yeah, he was put between two doors, and they just kept putting boulders on him. Yeah, until they had had crushed his body, and, and they gave him the opportunity to confess, and he just right. would keep saying more weight. I mean, the last more thing he weight, said was yes. more, more, more until weight. Until it yeah. eventually crushed him. Yeah, That's... I was under the impression because I did a deep, deep dive into the Salem witch trials uh, two years ago when I listened to a very in-depth podcast on it. Unobscure. Well, I, I hope I'm, I hope, I hope I'm right in this instance only because I used to have to teach this. So mm. I hope I wasn't putting misinformation. I'll look it up, but I remember, yeah, that guy was like the baller of um that's fucking badass yeah. more weight yeah yeah because it really was it's something that we're still dealing with today like a class struggle between yeah. those in power and those without and you know what that's enough real world in our fake world it but, is uh, but i but, did think of that watching this like oh you could have act disney you could have actually done something yes i meaningful was here i was watching this with my 2020 vision oh i didn't even mean to say it that way <laughs> Oh, wow. In this case, 2020 vision, not a good thing. Not have, a good thing. I no. was watching it with my 2020 vision, waiting for that kind of lesson to come out of like, you know, like, look at how horrible these things were. And instead, right. we're just like, no, we're making a fantasy version of this. Right. We're we're doing a... That was just as gruesome in its own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're doing like almost like a reversal where like you could go in the past and tell a story and then it diverts into a future or a reality that's so different from your own. We're going to do a present day, but when we go in the past, we're going to divert from what actually happened in the past right? and make our own like fantasy version of it. I liked it. And they Fantastic. were horrible. They, they were, and they deserved it. Agreed. And I, I did, it was almost a big question because on my first watch, I was like, you know, um, what's his name? Binks's friend comes and is like, I saw Emily going into the woods with, with blah, 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 blah. Right, and they yeah, look yeah. off into the distance. And there's just a billowing uh, smokestack of, of smoke, like, yeah, yeah, of obviously. Like burning flesh. Yeah, and, obviously yeah. nefarious smoke. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're they were like, baking oh, some children they're, into they're, pies. They're conjuring again. And I was like, you guys fucking know they do this. And we still haven't right. brought them to justice. 
But right. then I was like, you know what? Maybe this is the first time they've been caught red-handed with a dead child. You know, right? Like maybe it's all been hearsay, and the town in this fantasy world there is, is waiting for there is a evidence. slumped-over dead Emily's dead child yeah. sitting in a chair inside of the door. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. she's there's she's no dead, hiding dead. that she's she's a, cold, she's a cold cold hard corpse, and and uh, the spell worked because the sisters start off old. Yes, and and aged, and they they suck the life force out of her, and they're they're the the witches that we all know from this movie nope. at this point. Yeah. So no in love, I'll say it. There's no coming back for Emily. No, and I was almost expecting at the end because I'd never seen the end for right. there to be like a little like oh Binks wakes up in his bed and he still has time to save Emily and uh, no Emily's dead nope. she's a ghost at the end and she's like I've been waiting for 300 years for you you son of a bitch <laughs> and then they go off into the you know the afterlife <laughs> and that was great like they they stuck the landing on that yeah yeah typical disney yeah everything works typical, out in the end somewhat typical disney yeah. um i i want to put a uh, a rave in here that started as a rant that there's a story here. Okay. Um, the 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 kiln scene. Mm-hmm. Now, sketch. I know you've uh, you've come across a few ancient kilns in Egyptology yeah, over absolutely. the years. Yeah. Um. What is what is your take on that kiln? Okay. When like, I first saw it, I I thought to myself, I saw I I thought to myself a couple of things in that scene. I first thought, okay, I wasn't in high school in the '90s. Maybe it was okay for high school students to be sculpting nudes. I, right. I, I didn't think that would fly these days, but you know right. what? Who am I? Who am who I am to I? judge? Sure. And then the second thing was, I thought, God damn, that's a big kiln for just Bill, a high school. Big kiln for a high school, yeah. right? Yeah. But be- a real kiln, right? Like you didn't yeah, think yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. no, you, can, you get kilns that large. And, uh, you know, like I've seen them in colleges where you have just a massive amount of ceramics. Right. I them. always called bullshit on this scene. Mm-hmm. Until I I worked for a time in Webster, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Shout out to and Webster. And they had they had a smaller version. It didn't have like a door on the front. It yeah. didn't like look like, but it had a it had like a drop down door that like mm-hmm. sealed the whole thing in. Yeah. But the bat like it was it the it was a smaller version, but the inside of it and everything looked almost exactly like that kiln. And I all, only ever like had seen and in. in you know smaller kilns mm-hmm. like a drum uh, like kiln the, a, a drum a drum kiln thank you that's all i had ever seen i called bullshit on this i was like this is i don't i don't know what this is this is nonsense this is just a setup then i saw one and i was like okay you guys did your homework you like you did your research i love the construction and setup of that whole whole scene in the high school I and the too. trap that they set for them i think it's it's it is so wonderfully executed you get like the dutch angles Mm -hmm. the low like the low dutch angles that you like from early like suspense horror like very hitchcock very shining um and i like ormy cats sells that scene so well at times like the acting is so like rigid and mechanical but like just when you listen to his voice over the loudspeaker at time like oh like that is actually ormy cats and he's into this and he's killing it yeah, that he's, whole scene he's, is he's like tormenting perfect. them in that scene. I mean, I agree. That whole scene is perfect. There's nothing ill I will say of it. I, I love that it starts with, you know, Allison kind of gets like tossed into like an old oven, like in an alley when they're. Yeah. And she's like, oh, right idea. A light bulb moment. Right. And they bring him to high school. I don't know where it's going. 
you know, right. as, as the yeah. viewer, I'm like, what, how was that an idea? And then when they right. show up in the kiln, I'm like, oh, this is the classic story of, you know, like throwing the witch in the oven. To in the oven, yep. Retold as a modern thing. I love that it's the um, the French tape in there. That And then when, <laughs> when they re-coalesce or whatever you want to call it, she comes out speaking French. French. She's even, she's even, the, the tape, I mean, it was all smart. The tape was giving them French phrases for like, where is my book? Where is Give my me book? my book. Yeah. And at this yeah. point in the story, they need their book. They're looking they for their so book. she comes yeah. out saying, oh, where is my book? And then she says it in French, which I can't do. The whole thing was was fantastic. The only thing I'll call bullshit on is uh, how quickly that kiln fired up. Well, yes. And a public high school having the 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 art funding to have a room size kiln. I I saw Holy that and moly. just said, like, whoa, this is this is not this is not safe. This is not okay. And I will say that how many children have roasted in that kiln? Yeah. I mean conservatively I mean, it's I, my guess is if you're living in Salem, it's kind of like living on the hellmouth at Buffy that like <laughs> People are just always disappearing and Salem people are like, it's just Salem. Right. Um, I will say, you know, a, a kiln like that wouldn't have an open flame, but I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt that the flames that they were watching were the sisters combusting. Yeah. And I just hope all the students who had pieces in there, yeah. you know, those pieces survived. It's a terrible fate when, when something you work so hard on breaks in the kiln. So it happens. Fingers but it was crossed. for a good cause. Yeah, if only it's stuck. I know, right? Yeah. Damn that curse. Or I guess for them it was a protection spell. Curse for <sighs> us. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, good looking yeah. out for that one. Your uh your rave. Okay, we talk about this all the time. So this isn't gonna surprise anybody. So I'll 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 really zero it in. I'll I'll put the, the laser sight on a specific aspect. But once again, the practical effects. In a gosh darn movie like this, um, the you know the, the house was amazing, and it makes sense if it used to that have like a larger role. You know that whole thing was great, fucking perfect. I wish I wanted they more used it. it more. Yeah, um, the costuming was fantastic for the witches, but the yep. number one area where I was literally blown away every time it happened was in flight. When those three were yep. suspended and in flight, they looked, that's the, that's the gold standard of how I want witches to look in my media. Sarah Jessica Parker is like doing a like balance beam routine on that fucking broom. Yep. And, and like, I, I don't know much about Sarah Jessica Parker, but I don't think that she was like an uh, Olympic gymnast. Like, no, I don't think she was either, but she did say in that back. I I swear this thing was only like 10 minutes long and I don't know why I'm sure. talking about this behind the scenes so much but she was she was like fell in love with that harness and she would spend time between You know I've seen that yeah, as well scenes. somewhere like yeah. she would uh one of the stories that she would smuggle a newspaper in the folds of her robe and in between <laughs> takes she would just take it out and sit there suspended reading the day's paper That's amazing uh, she, she loved it but they and I'm I'm gonna tie together the the actresses, the harness riggings, and then the costumes because the way the it costumes so flowed well. as the wind was and they and even when it wasn't windy out, they always had wind hitting them, so everything was right. flowing around and it looked really chaotic, but it also looked really graceful. Yep. And like, okay, that's a witch to me. Okay, chaos and grace. That's a witch. And yep. they nailed it. They absolutely nailed it. The, the practical effects for a, a budget for a movie with a budget of this size um 
I mean, it's right up there. The only thing that I can compare it to that's happening at the same time is um, the ho- Steven Spielberg's hook. Mm. I think the flying in this is on par with that. And mm-hmm. I hook had a much bigger budget. I'd love to do hook someday too. I would also love to do. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, I'll come out right out and say that. I wonder if um, I ever saw the end of that one. Well, time will tell. I won't spoil it well, for you when we do that episode. Yeah. But uh, I I agree. I the, the the practical effects. Um, when when um, Winifred is like zapping Max in the house, and he's like flying across the house, and like pulls him up a wall. Yeah, yeah um, he was harnessed in. He was doing that. Yeah, like I, all of the I, they, I think most of the actors probably wound up doing a lot of their own stunts because they were a very low stakes stunts in some mm-hmm. cases, or b I guess they were just having such a fucking fun time doing it they wanted to do their own stunts yeah um but yeah i i don't know how they would have swapped out um a body double or a stunt person with those close-ups that they're doing yeah like it's very much bet midler like on the broom with army cats yep or army cats stunt double at the end of the movie yeah maybe that was a little um, precarious that was a little precarious um and you don't see his face but you see hers yeah um Keating to Jemmy is is riding around on that vacuum, vacuum cleaner. Vacuum, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, um, it, it, and, and they just the visual of them was so it was perfect. It, it, it's one of those things like you often hear of the Chris Chris Reeves Superman movies. Like it really made you believe that a man could fly. Mm-hmm. I, I, total suspense of my disbelief that they are actually flying around on brooms. Absolutely, it was done so well. Yeah, like I say, gold standard. That is how all witches should be held up yep. against this depiction you know it it makes me i think we've embarked in an era with like nostalgia that when people return to projects now they really go back and say like all right if we're gonna do this we have to do it the way it was done at the time for continuity i think we've gotten across that like well we can just you know borrow on it and it'll, you know it, people people will get it like yeah. we've we've left that like people will get it like idea behind that when people do go back to the properties they like try and recreate yeah. the the feel of of when these things were made and, and make it fit in that vein so I'm, I'm hopeful for the sequel oh god i hope i'm I, really excited for this thing on friday that into a, a harness again a harness. i'm sure i'm sure she's game i bet she's game I, i'm i i'm really excited for this thing on friday today um for the in in search of the sanderson sisters because i just want to see how they get back into character yeah after uh oh what uh 17 years 20 years yeah almost 17 17 years years. yeah so i I think that'll be the test yeah i'll be interested how easily they come back because bet midler never really left it she's been living in that for a long time but the other two uh katie najemi and and sarah jessica parker yeah. I almost did it again. I almost, almost did it again. said the other one. Um, we'll see how they get back into character. I, 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 I have other. I could rave for days on this. Do you yeah. have any other raves? I, I have one last one that that was um, super minor. We don't need to talk about it long, but just because I had never seen the end of the movie when Max um, downs the potion so that yeah. they can't give it to Danny, I was like, "That's a fucking baller move." It is good on you, Max. I was not yeah. expecting that. And I was like, that's a hero moment. And it was, it felt good. It yep. felt good. It felt better than all of the ways they had 
defeated the witches up until that point. Yeah. Because that was more of a sacrifice and less of a, an, an act of against somebody. So it's I, I the just thing that Thackeray really that. couldn't do for Emily. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll just, the last thing I want to say is um, Doug Jones as uh, Billy Butcherson. Billy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get you with my sight. Yeah. No, he's a creature actor, hey, do right? You, do you remember, do you remember uh, the, the day that we, we had a snow day in college and we just watched Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy yeah. for hours I instead do. of going back to sleep? It was like but, one of the best uses was, of a day ever. Nuts, because colleges in the Northeast do not cancel for snow, they, so you can was, you can imagine how much. Well, snow no, no, was no, no, no. College wasn't canceled. Our like the, uh, yeah was canceled, mm, mm. and so we we had we didn't have class because we were supposed to be teaching, but that got canceled. No, there you go. Everybody else had class, but we just watched Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy for hours. I don't think mm. I had seen it. I don't think I had seen it until then. It's possible. It was also contemporary at the time, so it makes sense. It anyway, Billy, that would be a good. That would be, be a good, good Halloween mini, one. A good Halloween. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, well, I mean, sorry, we could write uh, yeah, for days. Doug, Doug Jones is a creature actor. Yes, uh, many people now probably know him from uh, Star Trek Discovery. He plays Saru, um, but he, yeah, he's just like such a graceful. Is that the big guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's like doing pirouettes and his head's falling off and like yeah. he like he is gracefully clumsy because he's playing a, a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh but like Doug Doug Jones is like he's like a national treasure. The He um, can bring anything to life. He played um Abe Sapien. He was the 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 actor in the suit in the first two Hellboy movies. Oh, okay. Um, not his voice in the first one, his voice in the second one. Um, I think he was the creature inside um, Shape of Water, okay. which was basically the Abe Sapien suit. Like he's just like a, he's a great creature actor. He knows like how to move, move like a non-human. He he does know how to move like a non-human. Yeah, such yeah. an interesting skill. I I thought he killed it as as Billy. Well, Billy and the witches as the supernatural elements to the movie really brought with them a movement. Um, that really felt more like like a stage yeah. you know like they were like stage acting and that fit so well because it made them like otherworldly it to did. our to our characters who were very realistic very and, and very just tubular dude yeah, yeah. do you the, remember the, in the, the 90s BM, the 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 bmx light bmx bike race through the cemetery you remember oh. in the 90s when oh you would just God. rush home from school and clutch a pillow to your chest and kiss it whispering the name of the girl you liked uh no do you no no of course no that's silly <laughs> that's no no way that this movie big rant that, they didn't I, get that right. <laughs> I remember <laughs> i remember rushing home to, to turn on disney's gargoyles Oh yeah, and and the Batman, the Batman, the animated series. Yeah, yeah, and then clutching your pillow. No, no. Oh, pudding, <laughs> Mister J, Mister J. This is not you the Harley Quinn episode. Well. We've not... had so many. We have. All right, um, we, we could rave for days. We could rave for days. But we we'll, like we we have a, a couple rants. They're not they're not meaty. I I have some some serious rants here. Okay, but they're only worth what four percent four percent there's yeah. some there's some small but serious rants yep 
All right, give me one. Uh, you actually fixed. You actually fixed one of my rants, I think. So I'll start okay. with the sis- the sisters' powers. That's what I do. Are they are they witches? Are they Sith lords? Are they mutants? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like Winifred's shooting she laser balls and like force lightning, yeah. Max. Uh, Sarah has like Sarah, the charm, charm speak, charm, charm speak, yeah. And and Mary is like barking at people and a yeah. bloodhound. But you fixed that. You fixed that rant. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was my first one. But I, I will say like the there. Their powers are a little inconsistent. They, you know, it, it feels a little like South Park. Their powers are to have many, many powers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, it's a lot of it's a lot of like the plot drives what they can do rather than like establishing what they can do. And also, I would say um, uh, a juxtaposition to that is they do have one very specific and very consistent weakness in that they cannot step foot on hollowed ground. AKA right. cemetery, and they stick with that. They do all the way through. Yep, um, that is eventually uh, Winifred's downfall. Yeah, and that and that is. Um, so I agree. Their their powers are all like, oh, okay, that's a new one. Oh, oh, oh right. okay, she can do that too. But um, at least they had that consistency. To yep. ground the ground. Uh, you know, and that that world. felt kind of lazy that they had established that so so well. They cannot set foot on hollowed ground and and salt as well. Mm-hmm. They established that earlier, and uh, and they stuck with that. And but then like their their powers just didn't have any rhyme or reason of what uh, they could powers do. are all over the place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have a rant? Yeah, and and um, you you uh, you might disagree with me on this one, but um, before the witches came in, and we were focused just on the kids, specifically yeah. Max and Danny. I had a lot to be desired there as far as as like their relationship building. I did not believe strong agree. Yeah, I, I did not believe their their relationship as brother and sister. I mean, we got the relationship of like, hey, brothers and sisters fight, right? So we'll just have a fight all the time. And it's uh, okay, okay. Stay out of my room. I gotta play this drum solo yeah, exactly, that they taught me like exactly, exactly the same way that they showed me ten minutes before we started. I've been practicing this drum solo for like the last six months before we were gonna start filming. Like, you nailed get it. Get out of my room. You nailed it. And and and, uh, and I don't know. May, maybe that maybe that didn't improve. It was just put up against these outlandish witch sisters, and so then it it felt more real. But when it was just that for like the first however many minutes of the movie i imagine the problem with that was um i don't think they shot this movie in continuity Mm, mm -hmm. and i think like certainly working with with young actors at times um i think uh there's like a camaraderie of of like building the world and, Mm -hmm. and like living in those characters so I I imagine they all probably had a pretty good time making this movie. Yeah. Um, this that, looks like a good like, time. How do you like someone that you actually do really get along with? How do you how do you how sell do you that? It? Yeah. At yeah, such yeah. a young age. Yeah, yeah. With such little experience. I think this is like everybody in the cast's First real role, like the, the kids, mm-hmm. like their first real project. Um, yeah. They've done some other stuff, but like really young. Yeah. Like on on screen babies, basically. And, and like. Just like stand in, don't say anything, and look cute. 
And I had to bring it up, but again, you know, I gave this very high score. I gave this 93. It's, it, it yeah. didn't ruin the movie for me. It, it just took me but, out at, at times. I like agree. Said, because, with that drum part, like, uh, <laughs> it's like I'm watching like a, a commercial from the 90s of like, don't well, you just then, hate it when your mom comes in your room? Yeah. Let's get some fruit <laughs> by the foot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lunchables and Dunkaroos. Um, oh, we got some milk. We got some purple stuff. Oh, Sunny D. Yeah. <laughs> like those commercials. It was that level of Sunny Delight. Oh, kid acting at the beginning. It really was. And I'll say, though, later in the film, like they do have this like heart to heart moment and they do sell it. Like there's mm-hmm. that that scene after they think they've won where they all go back to the house. That felt very real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and by always... the time he ends up, you know, doing the big sacrifice play. Yeah, that all feels very I was like, okay. Very, yeah. Okay, I I believe now more that you you love each other than than I believe that you hated each other at the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. So the the fact that 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 should have been a reshoot. Yeah. They should have really worked with them on that. Yeah. If yeah. it would have been Not a huge. longer shoot and a bigger budget, I think I'm, they would. Have I'm fixed looking that. for things because I really did have some. I know, right? Time. Although my so other is, two are legit. My other two are I, legit. I have really two legit, legit ones as well. There, here's my looking for something. Okay. The sisters don't know what a, a paved road, like they don't understand what a road is, mm-hmm. but they then put on a Vegas show. Yes. Uh, complete with choreographed moves and backup singing into microphones. Yep. Yep. They get right into that um, immediately. <laughs> like, um, like um, come on guys yes there is a big disconnect i loved the the times where it was you know you're fish out of water you're in the wrong time i love those scenes like the the fire department shows up and they fucking lose their minds yes it's perfect and 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 but then yeah it's the inconsistency with like okay we're now we're at the town hall this happened to us here just like two hours ago and this all happens in the span of like a night it's all a night seven o'clock to five a.m yeah and and yeah they they get there five five a.m and she's like uh she's like oh i immediately thanks for the introduction max yeah i immediately understand what's going on i know what an introduction is um, I I mean I know where center stage is, and uh, we have these choreographed know. moves to yeah, do on yeah, stage yeah, together. Yeah, 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 big suspense of disbelief. There. Yeah, um, yeah, you almost wish that that scene had happened after the kiln scene, because then I would at least I would at least give the benefit of the doubt, like, like oh, they mingled, the yeah, or they like mingled with that like tape deck that burned up with them, and sure. now they understand music or something like that. You know, like I would do sure. that, but it yep. doesn't. It happens. It doesn't jive. Happens before that, uh, but they, you know it, that whole scene is why we're keeping this party keep going. Yeah, the, here's another tune from Kenny G. Forever in Love. Forever. 1993. Not in, not a lot of not, not a, a lot great, of gold to pull pull through. Better movies than music that year. I think I feel like the gin blossoms came out that year though, yeah, but they're make... not on the top. Okay. They're not on the top 100. Oh, they are in the top 100. They're just not number 95. I didn't get there yet. Well, we can play them. Hey, jealousy coming up next. The gin we're, blossoms. Uh, we're in charge of this. They apparently did not hear anything about our Hawkins debacle. Number one. Oh man. I can't wait to spin two steps behind Def Leppard. Number 100. Oh boy. The deep cut. Very good. Is it my is it my rant? It is your rant. Okay. This was just a um a moment in the movie that made me feel very uncomfortable and I don't think it was supposed to make me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. 
And I'm going to preface it by saying I really liked what they did with the relationship between Danny and Binks. Okay. Okay. Like Danny is missing her brother because like, she's lost her brother to like puberty, basically, and like right. moving, and like he sh- he shut her out. And then Binks obviously has lost his little sister because she's a stone cold corpse, right? Right. So, so they're both in this Halloween story. They're kind of fulfilling that role for each other, and it just so happens he's a cat. But like, right. it's still the brother sister relationship that like each of them need. And I really liked that. I thought that yep. was like really poetic and good on the movie. But then, like the last thing is like that real creepy in like, the ear. Like I'll always be with, with you, Danny. And I don't know. It just made me feel very uncomfortable and and it just felt like completely like out of character for anything that had been established thus far into into their relationship (laughs) sean murray should have had to register as a straight-up sex offender i mean after that like it was it was creep fantastic like it was so creepy i get what they were going for like a very touching (laughs) moment but I was getting like Missed. a different kind of touching moment vibe yeah. from it. Yep. And and I was like, ooh, this relationship was so great right up until Yeah, they have finale. to like like uh I'm you're gonna like my I'm gonna take care of you and my kids are gonna take care of you. Oh, it was devastating when Binks actually dies. Died, like I actually know, right? die dies. Oh that's rough. It is. And yeah, especially oh, after you established that he's indestructible. And Danny has, yeah, Danny has this thing where basically she's admitting her own mortality. Right. And is like, after I'm dead, by the way, I'm like right. in fourth grade, but I'm already talking about me being dead. Then my yep. kids will. And then when they're dead, their kids will take care of you. Yep. And you like, you're like, hey, Binks, you know what? Things are going to be okay for you. Things are going to be okay. I like this. But, you know, I still like that the movie killed him. It, it, it because he still got he got he got the closure, he got closure. He at the he end. got closure and so then we did too but uh, the way they parted not not uh, good not that so good there no, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i felt icky you have a rant <laughs> i do this is this is a okay this is a should i do my serious rants or should i do my last throw throwaway rant Oh, whatever you I only have one other rant so okay I have I have two so I'll do a serious rant here and it started as a big question but then as I thought about it it turned into a rant okay how the fuck oh, did yeah. they mistake Gary Marshall for Satan mm. the universe posits that Satan gave Winifred uh, Sanderson the book yeah they also presumably went to hell, according to Winifred, after they died, because Billy says, go to hell. And she replies, been there, enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how the fuck yeah. did they mistake Gary Marshall for Satan? I don't have much of an answer for you. I mean, I'll take a stab at it and say that. Um, no, I don't even like my answer of like they're coming to terms with all this culture shock and they just think that this is hell now, but it's, 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 it's weak. It was done for a gag. It was done to get those two in the movie. Um, and they're great. And I love that they're in the movie. Yeah. And it was like a fun little scene, but you just, you, you can't think about it that much. Cause if you're professionals like we are, who talk about cartoons and children's movies on the internet, <laughs> like you're really going <laughs> to stop and think about these things. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't add up. 
It doesn't. It doesn't add up with their established world and their established history. It just doesn't. Because they're into some gruesome shit, these sisters. And then they, they see are this, this, they are cannibals. And then they see this Satan and they're like, yeah, that's him. They are cannibals. Uh, I, I Mary at one him. point says Shishka baby. Yeah. When they come back to life. And no, yeah, like, they're eating. They're eating children. guys. They are eating the children. They are is, sucking the life out of children and then eating the bodies. They are um, the evidence. They are 100 percent. Eating children, which is true to all of these fairy tales that we've we've grown up with. But this is what witches do, guys. Absolutely. Again, I'll, I'll once again say, in actual Salem, those people were not eating children. So just in actual Salem history. No, they were not eating children. So once children. again, we're diverging. Right. Diverging. Yeah. All uh, innocent. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing that, that bothered me. And, it's, and it's, um, it's one of those rants where I'm like, ooh, you established something and I really needed closure on this and you never gave me closure and I'm really upset about it. Okay. And this is this is 100% legit. I am not joking here. There is that scene. Um, it's actually right. It's the scene that you're talking about with hell where they go to, to meet the devil. But um, they go into to meet the devil and they leave their brooms outside. Right. And these three little girls pick up the brooms and they're dressed as the witches. And I love that the little Sanderson, touch. That's yes. a great touch. And then I don't get a goddamn scene of those little girls on, on brooms. Flying across the brooms. In the mo- End the movie like that. Just give me that pan away with the little girls like, oh my gosh, and they're flying. Give me something. Oh, it was such it was such a setup that I was so giddily excited to check off broomstick. Yeah, and it oh just nothing went away, and that mm, mm, that left a void in me. Okay, so this again connected to the same scene. This is my serious rant. Um, what are the rules of flight? Do the witches have the power of flight or do the broomsticks have the power of flight? Yeah, because later in the too. film, yeah. they they get on a, like a, a modern broom, mm-hmm. a mop, yep. and a, a vacuum, vacuum cleaner. cleaner. Yep. So like how does – this is my other serious – like what are the rules of flight? Is yep. flight Im- imbued into the broom, the object, or is it imbued into – like is it a power of the witch? And, and my belief – uh, in all of my expertise in, in the Wiccan is that the item is enchanted with some sort of spell. Right. And then that is what has flight. So the sisters themselves should not have been able to fly at the end of the movie. Yeah, can't fly themselves. It's just their um their the devices. Their 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 cleaning yeah. their cleaning apparatuses. Does it always have to be a cleaning apparatus? Like, could they I, get on this, anything? This world posits that it this had to be a cleaning did, yes, apparatus. This world is like, oh. Could you do a dustpan and brush and put them under your feet? Can you put Mary on a Roomba? I mean, <laughs> I think that works just as, if not better. In the sequel, they'll all be flying on Roombas. I would love it. Just like. <laughs> the just mind like, of its own. Just like Marty McFlying it, like, all around Salem. I'm 100% on board with that. And they just keep bumping into things. Yeah, yeah. Like they can't control them because the Roombas <laughs> have the little mind of their own. I, guys, we're practically writing this for you. Are you writing it down? Come on, Disney Plus, get us in there, guys. We will. We will write this movie. We have been nothing but kind to Disney. I do not understand why they're not calling us. It's true. Yeah. Um. You final know what? Rant. what when I oh, when sorry. I thought about in this movie earlier when you were talking about um, you know the the opening scene. Is that I'm not used to a Disney movie where there's a lot of death in Disney movies, it's but it's the always first the, ten minutes. Yeah, but it's always the parents that die, and this is right. a Disney movie where, where the, the kids, kids die. die. 
and the parents are left behind. That that doesn't right. happen a lot. Doesn't happened in this movie. It did I'm only got like a thirty something on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. I I uh, long time listeners. I did look up the Metacritic score. Metacritic was very kind. Yeah, sorry, Metacritic. To, you know, sorry we fucking buried you, but yeah. uh, what's done is done. We're bringing you, you back, like Billy. You were very kind. For this episode, we are bringing back the zomb- the zombified remains of Metacritic. Uh, gave Hocus Pocus 71. Thanks. Thanks, Metacritic. That's a tough sentence to say. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Sorry you. we fucking buried you. Yeah. Um, my final rant. How do Max and Allison not see a fucking, like, lighthouse beacon emanating from the book Mm -hmm. turning the widow's watch of the house into a lighthouse yeah how how is how did that not they're just tired it's been been a night (laughs) that that was too much like obviously that effect was put in in post yeah um that that is some bad post work and editing i can give you yeah is that yeah it's they, bad. They, it's they egregious. They decided what was going to hearken the, the sisters yeah. later, after all the actors had done it their job. It was so on. egregious. It yeah. is literally like um, a Legend of Korra spirit portal mm. shaft of light. Yeah, it's huge. Into infinite space. Mm-hmm. How, does, how, do you not, how do you not react? No, they're awake. They're reading the book. Oh right! Binks, I thought they Binks were jumps on it to close arms. it. Yeah. No, this is after they wake up. She's like, "I should go." He's all like, "You know, I wish you could stay." Let's help Thackeray. Let's help Binks. They start yeah, reading the book. They're getting their Mac on. Their Macs on. <laughs> yeah, because his name's Max. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I See get what it. I did there. Yeah, that sounds like something he would have said to Allison. Right. Do you want to get your Macs on? I got some Sunny <laughs> D. <laughs> Oh, here's here's a rant. Here's a rant. Who stores salt on the very top shelf in like the back of their cabinets? Not me. I don't know if that was like just like maybe a Salem thing or something. I don't. That was. Uh, I have all every time I watch this, I'm like, who the fuck stores the salt on the top shelf? Come on, come on, Hocus Pocus too. You I don't want to fix that. I don't want to eat the food in that house. No, no. Yeah, and they just moved in. That That's was what I mean. A like, very deliberate choice. That didn't just like get pushed to the back. No, after that a couple was of meals. That, that was a deliberate choice. We're not going to need Honey, that. Where should we put the salts? Somewhere out of reach. far away. Yeah, out of reach and out of mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I uh, uh, here we we're dangerously close to uh, raving about this movie again. Um, I do think I do think they they had one of the best dad jokes ever in a movie. Where he calls himself Count Dadcula. Oh yeah, that classic. Was fantastic. That's a good one. It's a great dad joke. Yeah. Um, and you, you, I mean, your last couple of rants here have been dangerously close to big questions. Should we just get into big questions? I think that we should. All right, let's do some big questions. Okay. Um, do you want to start or should I start? I got three. I've got four. I'll start. You better take them. Okay. Jeez, and like three of your rants were big questions too. They were questionable fellow. Okay. Here we go. The widow's watch to the Denison house explodes. Yeah, it does. How do you think they explain that to their insurance company? Hmm. Salem, Hellmouth. You know, it's just it's just what happens here, guys. 
Um, they obviously they can't say witches. No, they can't say witches did it. Exploded the widow's watch. Yeah, which which is another thing about this movie is that you know, like it it straight up like Ghostbusters fifty five Central Park West blows mm-hmm. Max's room to pieces. Oh yeah, it's the big explosion money shot basically until all yeah. the witches death star at the end right but um yeah and and that and and, and you bring up a, a a question is that's almost a rant but, but not really a rant but you know these witches the sanderson sisters as we've established are straight up horrible people who have murdered children possibly dabbled in magic to the i mean we know they have right. but to yeah, the yeah, townsfolk yeah. possibly dabbled in magic and um like no one really believes in it anymore nope. and 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 i get i get you know that we in our reality don't believe in it but that's because like we don't have any like proof of that we right. see that all as folklore whereas like we have hard evidence in this salem first 10 minutes of the movie yeah uh and everyone's like witches. witches um which please they're all saying <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, how do you explain that away? I don't know. I mean, I, they do make the the joke of, uh, you know, ooh, no no earthquakes here and stuff like that. But right, you could make some sort of natural claim, I suppose. But I don't think they're going to be covered for it. I don't either. Plus, that looked like a historic house. The premiums like, must have. There been is a paint like there is an like an antique painting of the house on the wall in the house. Mm. That's a, that is a surefire sign that you have an older house, right? Um, guys, if you're just joining us so far, we've talked about pogs and um, <laughs> historic architecture of quaint New England towns, uh, construction of early 20th century kilns, NCIS or mid mid century kilns, and uh, NCIS, you know, the acting career of Sean Murray. We're changing the name of the podcast to Early to Bed with Shades and Sketch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a big I got a big question for you. Okay. Um Do you think that Max was trying to be real sly and smooth when he asked uh Allison if she wanted to light the black flame candle was he yes. wink wink saying and eh, what's your sexual yes. history without yep. letting danny know yep because 100%. danny danny again with with the non-believability between brother and sister so casual with, with the information that max is a virgin yes she cannot bring it up enough that max is still a there virgin. is a lot like at, this is it this is an interesting. Where I know we're in big questions. Maybe we should. I don't know when the right time would have talked about this, but there's like a. It, it's. It seems like there's a lot of virgin shaming in this movie. Yeah. But then, like at the end, they kind of flip it on its head, and it's just like, I don't remember 1993 well enough. Yeah, I guess maybe. it was a more conservative time. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know what they were trying to say with this narrative in the movie, but yes, I 100% agree that that was a low key way to be like. Well, here you light it yeah yeah just to see how she answers and she like, believes in this she does believe in it yeah she's a believer so she's right. not gonna say no it's still silly like she believes right and so she says no 
Yep. You got your answer, Max. And then you got Danny over there being like, virgin alert. He's a big virgin. Why doesn't he light it? Because he's a virgin. How do you know this, Danny? Cannot... I'm in his closet all the time. All the time. Yeah. Um, and that bus driver is so fucking horny. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, what oh, a I wrote, I wrote down the line. Uh, this, what, is, what is a bus? Something to take you to whatever it is you desire. Bette Midler says, we desire children. And his reply is... Great, great reply. it may take me a few tries, but I don't think that'll be a problem. Yeah. He is down to pound around. That bus is going to pound town. Wow. Yep. Yep. Kids movie. I would imagine... Is it? Well, I would imagine that one went over some kids' heads. I imagine also. Yeah. But, like, whoa. Yeah, there's there are are some like subtleties to this movie. Yeah, but you know what I like is I like that Sarah is obviously meant to be the sexy witch because all yes. all three of them really personify like the different types of witch that you can have. Yeah, you know, like the sexy witch, and you got like the the, the mad powerful witch. Right, and you have kind of like the kindly old woman, like right. who like bake you a pie witch. You got all three of them, but yep. they don't. They don't play heavy into Sarah's sexy witch. They they play they way more into her. She's dumb as a brick, right? And I and she was awesome at that. Like she was so good at just being Stronger so agree. dumb. Stronger agree. Um, and I loved that. So that's why when I found out that her 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 um father was the town idiot, I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, they, they got it. They captured it. All right, um, that, that was mine. So now it's that yours. was. Are the three kids that steal the sisters' brooms yeah. the OG students of Hogwarts? Is this a Harry Ooh. Potter prequel? Oh. I know, I know, we're not supposed to like Harry Potter anymore. J.K. Rowling has uh, not down with her uh, with her current uh, her current works. Let's can say, we, can we really not like the, that old work? Uh, it's it's problematic. Oh, I think boy. when you go back and look at some of it, but uh, are they? Is this a Harry Potter prequel? No, oh, yeah, I think it totally could be. Um, with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Part Three, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm on board. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you picked up on those kids too. What Listen, a one and what an unanswered what a, what happened a, to those kids? Yeah, those kids are dead. I f- um, I feel like that's the the rub. Like they they got on the because they fly away. They don't know how to control those fucking they things. They've never played. They've never played Quidditch. Those are underage kids on. They on like one of like flying brooms. One like one of them flew into the engine of an airplane. Oh, Another yeah, sure. like wound up in the side of a building. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, one one of them just kept like flying up until they like she left stopped the to death up there. Fr- yeah. Froze, froze yeah. to death. Yep. Those kids are dead. Yeah, right? I mean, this is a pre this is a pre nine eleven world, so they they died that way. I mean, if this was post nine eleven, they would shot have been down. shot down. Oh, yeah. I mean, immediately. Immediately. As soon as they were getting like over Logan. Oh, you know, uh, a guy's not on the east coast. That's the Boston Airport. That's not. Yeah. That's not Wolverine. Uh, right. He's not shooting anyone down. He's not. No. Uh, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, uh, land to air missiles. Just boom, 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 and uh, happy Halloween. Yeah. Bing bang boom. Bob's your uncle. Candy sprinkling down. Other kids like, oh, they're holding out their little tails, catching all of the, I got a Snickers. I got a, I got a finger. Ah. You know, happy Halloween. Okay. Oh, there, there's that scene where they're like throwing dead man's toes at each other. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot of fun with that. They have a lot of fun. Yeah, they have fun in that house. 
They do. There's so a lot, there's family, a lot, of, there's a lot of laughter in that house of children murder. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Here's a, big, here's a big question for you. Uh, and it has to do with Billy, who I'm, who I loved. I loved the Billy, Billy character. Billy. But um, why does Billy um, obey blindly the sisters up until he opened? He is able to cut open his mouth, and then that's that, where he is like, yeah. "Nope, not gonna do it anymore." Um, I I think he was trying to team up with them the whole time. Oh, he was chasing them to be on their side, and it was that yeah, classic misunderstood that, monster. Yeah, because he couldn't he couldn't talk. Because uh, um, like when she says, "Billy, you bag a bo- go do something," he like puts up his arms. He's like, "Ah." He's not happy about it. Yeah, no. he's he's certainly begrudging about that it. effect when they cut the the yarn yeah, over like, the, the visual like the moths and yeah, air the moths like were fly real. out. There were the moths were real moths. Were they? Yeah, it was in the behind the scenes little feature. Oh. I'm gonna send you the link to this little please do. It was, Were they had, really real moths? They had to be put three real moths in his mouth in this little special, like waterproof pocket. You're and, you're blowing my mind. And right he now. had Seriously? And, and another little packet of dust. And he basically had like, I mean, I guess they could have done it again, but he really had like one take to just be like, "You better get this because otherwise the moths are going back that in your mouth." Is fucking mind blowing. Yeah. No, those are real he moths. He also had to cut the. Yep, I mean those could have been yard. those those could have been already like severed, you know, and all he was doing sure, was like, but, yeah, but he had to like break the things that are in his mouth, right? Yeah, that really stuck out to me because in that little behind wow. the scenes featurette, they they talked to like I swear to God, it was like I don't know the guy's name. Let's just call him like Phil Phil <laughs> something, and they're like Phil something moth trainer, and they're talking to him, and I'm. Like, Wow. Are you you're not shitting me? This I is, am one hundred percent not shitting you. I will refine that little blowing my mind that those are real moths. I was I was thinking like it was paper and he nope. had to like blow them out. Oh my god. No, no, this, this is back in the day where you could still you could do that. Doug Jones moths. is a national fucking treasure. Yep. The yep. man put moths in his mouth mm-hmm. and coughed them up on cue. On it was great. Cue. All right. Well, I like your I like your answer better that he was always begrudgingly. My my somewhat answer was that it was an allegory for finding your voice in a toxic relationship. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a nice lesson that you know. I like that. Once, once you can find your voice, you can distance yourself from a abusive relationship partner. So, yeah. You know, or he had been trying to help the kids the whole time. <laughs> Long time <laughs> listeners, take your pick. Take your pick. This take is that's pick. what makes this a big question, and it's not. An answer. Okay. Here's a here's a here's a real BQ here. Okay. How do the witches survive being burned alive in that kiln? Are they immortal for the whole night? Yes, and I believe they established that. I believe they say that until the sunrise they have until the sun rises to to if if they don't finish the the ritual of, of drinking in the, the the kid life force or whatever um they will turn to stone and die or blow up or whatever but for the night you know they're basically unkillable they're basically um i won't say immortal because there's a time stamp on it but they're right. indestructible until uh time runs out they are they are burned to cinder Oh, there's nothing left to them. Yeah. I mean, they, they reco- go up in the smoke and the themselves. smoke has to come back in. They don't 
they right. don't they don't come above why they're not like this, corpses that come back but i also don't understand why um they they like had to come back into the like the smoke dissipates and then it like reforms and goes right back to the kiln where they where they went up into a cinder. Yeah, you know I think I mean? that was Couldn't unnecessary. They have like they, that, materialized that anywhere? smoke could have materialized anywhere. I, I really think it could have. Okay. I, I honestly that <laughs> that stunk to me of a uh, shit. What do we do? Just reverse it. Just reverse the the video of the smoke going out. Yeah, and we'll just reverse it and the smoke will go in and there you go. There they are. Yeah, there they are. And the witches definitely owe the school a new kiln because they busted the door. Yeah, like do they she have super, do they have super strength now? Maybe she zapped it. We know she has that. Why didn't they just zap it the first time they and not get burned? That. They probably if if they could do that, right? Do it's, it the first. time. That's my rant with the the yeah. inconsistency yeah, of yeah. their powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still say it's a great scene. All right, here's my um. Here's my biggest of, of BQs. This okay. is my very biggest, and um, it's it stands out to me like a like a sore thumb. Okay? okay, so let me set the scene for you. Let's say, let's just say for argument's sake, that you are I don't know, cursed to be an immortal cat, right? <laughs> you can't be killed. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, let me... You got that? Got it. Okay. Now, on top of that, you also have all of your previous memories and in human intelligence. Yes. And you have a vendetta to make sure the Sanderson sisters never come back to life. Gotcha. You also know that you have to protect this candle and make sure no one ever lights it. Yes. Now, I don't think it's a secret here to say that cats are assholes and they destroy stuff all the time. Cats are, in fact, assholes and do destroy things all the time. But you got 300 years, you're immortal. Why don't you just destroy the candle? Find a way to, or like take the candle and fucking like hide it in the sewer where you hide sure. rats. You can't yeah, be why killed. Leave the eat cat a little candle. bit of it every day. Binks, I mean, come on yeah. now. Come on now. You've got 300 years to, yeah. In 300 years, you could eat a little bit of it every day. And, and, and just and, no yeah. one, no one be scattered it. all over the We don't have a movie. We have the we first. Don't. We have the first 10 minutes of, of Binks and his sister dying. And, uh, and then we have uh, 20 minutes of Max uh, striking out with Allison. And the credits roll, we go home. <laughs> uh, just that's the one thing I put on him. You had all the time in the world. You have an indestructible body. He, he, he really does drop the ball. He does. Because he knows that that's the way they're coming back. Yeah. See, there's, uh, I, I really tried to find a way because I wanted to give him credit. The, I no, I mean, the whole, the whole thing is Binks's fault. Yeah. Yeah. He give doesn't it to, save his sister. Here's, here's the thing. He you, does nothing to prevent the candle from being lit. Give it to a non-virgin. Non-virgin lights it. You just have a candle. When Max goes to light the candle, like, hey, I'm a talking cat. I'm a talking cat. Yeah. Don't fucking light the candle yeah. that's that's my first thought. that's game over yeah just that's it oh don't oh, light that oh, don't yeah. fucking light that candle yeah or at least wait that. until you've had sex then go ahead and light but, the yeah. candle hey kid first like go get it on then light the candle yeah 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 i'll i'll sit here i'll watch it for you don't worry i'll watch your sister 
and speak creepily into her ear. And then you come back, oh. you light the candle all you want. Yeah, that so almost, almost was a rant, but I left it as a big question because I wanted there to be an answer. I'm not sure there is. Long-time listeners, if there's, a, if there's an answer I'm not thinking of as to why the cat couldn't destroy the candle, and I know that's a very strange thing to say if you're just tuning in now, but... If you're just tuning in now, how did you get to this point in the episode? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you, did you tune us in on an old radio? Like an old-timey 1920s box in your basement? <laughs> anyway, that's my last big question. That was a more? great question. Uh, I have one. And uh, it's, there, it goes back to that scene with the, with the, they're hiding behind the restaurant. With the, they have the, the idea to burn them in the kiln. Yeah. They're they're hiding out behind the restaurant. There's a guy that's dressed as a pirate. He like walks out of the door. He like reaches in and grabs the the lobster. He's like, "Oh, Angelo, you're the lucky guy tonight." Like, what is that a reference to? I feel like I've seen that in like Animaniacs cartoons it and was like other so things. Specific. I agree with you. It felt like a reference. I feel like I've seen it beyond before. our age bracket. Like it is really it, felt to me like. Is it Lady and the Tramp? Like the the anime is the cartoon. I feel I like I know. feel like I've seen that exact setup in like an Animaniacs cartoon. It's it's very possible. It felt to me reminiscent. I felt like I should have known, right? What it was. It was way too specific of a setup to just be coincidence. And I think this every single time I watch the movie. Mm. I don't know what it's from. Longtime listeners, if you know what they're referencing, please write into the show. Go with shades and sketch at gmail.com. Shades is losing sleep over this. I, I really am. I have to know. I yeah. am I am very close to having a complete and utter breakdown over this. Yeah. Uh you, you can also tweet at go for shades. Yeah. And just put his mind at ease here. Please. Re- release him into the afterlife. Like please, yes. Like poor little Binks. Let me creepily whisper into my wife's ear that I'll always be with her and walk into the afterlife. Yeah, and she'll be like, "Oh, this is for the best." Bye. But yeah, <laughs> it's all worked out. Yeah, honestly, after he vanished with his sister, Danny should have been like, "Whoa, dodged a bullet." <laughs> um, you bring up the pizza guy though. It reminded me of another part of the movie that I did really like. I like when they go to the cop and are like explaining everything to the cop, and the cop oh, is like, yeah, yeah. Hey, "Get out of here." My first reaction, even though I've seen this movie before, I was like, man, what a dick. He, what, yeah. he needs to take something seriously. And then the prostitute comes out and you find out they're just on a date and it's a yeah. cop prostitute double date or a date. Uh, they're, they're both in costumes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Going yeah, to a party. I'm like, ah, that's yep. a good little gag there. I like that. It is. But I mean, like he was dangerously close to impersonating a police officer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if any of those children had been an undercover police officer. He would have been screwed. He would have been in trouble. Yeah. In jail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sketch, I'm fresh out of big questions. I, I did just want to um, mention that the the on-screen animatronic cat that mm-hmm. plays Binks is the same cat that was in the Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Salem. Oh, Salem. It is, this, it is the same animatronic cat. Wow. That's pretty cool. <coughs> that, uh, that, cat, so. that cat is... Uh, just nail down all of those witch jobs it, really. yes that, you needed, that is the you hardest a, a witch's cat in the early 90s that was the cat there was one number to call that was the hardest working animatronic cat in hollywood i wonder maybe that maybe he knew the um the moth trainer and that was his in 
Maybe. To the movie. Yeah. Maybe. Could you imagine having that as a job? I, I can't imagine that that was a thing. He had to have other animals. Like there right? had to have been other animals. He was in tra- He can't just have. I'm. I'm just picturing Killer Moth from Teen Titans. Right. Right. Like, right in yes. his basement. Yeah. 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 And he gets like one lone phone call on this, this like old <laughs> Batman style moth phone he has set up. And it's like, oh, my big break. And uh, here you go. Uh, what are we, almost, how, how long has it been? Almost uh, 30 years? No. For, for what? Since Hocus Pocus came out. Uh, yeah. 1993. Yeah. Oh, God. We're getting up there. Yeah. But here it is. It's all worth it, Moth Trainer. We're talking about you here. Uh, you're you're ready to go. You're going to be in the sequel. Yep. Um, so uh, yeah, I think we I think we did Hocus Pocus justice. Yeah. the The last thing I wanted to add uh, that when when they first arrive to uh, Allison's house, and uh, Danny like dives and buries her head in like the pumpkin display. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of those pumpkins are from like the carving kit that came out in 1993. Oh, nice. I have that kit. Do you remember in our either our sophomore or junior year, I won a pumpkin carving contest? Oh, yeah. And, you, and, you, and we all ate off of it poke, for years. You poke the holes into. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the yeah. kit I used. And it was that Grim Reaper that's in the background. There you and go. we we all I think like five of us ate off of my winnings. Yeah, no, I rem- Yeah, I remember your your award was. I don't think they would give that out anymore. I like, don't think that, they would. One hell. That was legit one hell of a of an award. It was for a pumpkin carving contest. Yeah, it was it was something ridiculous, like three hundred points to use at the cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was, like not I the remember, main cafe, the specialty cafe on our the campus. specialty cafe. I yeah. remember at the end of the semester, like I still had so many points left. Oh and they yeah, were we were just buying. We just we just bought ice creams and and everything. And yeah, I didn't know I was lactose intolerant then. I ate a lot of ice cream. Yep. Only you could have used them for uh, Pepto Bismol. Yeah, who who knew? Really get you. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but that was it. Was that ki- I still have that kit? I still like I've I've made photocopies of the kits so I can like continue to use it forever. Perfect. Hey, it worked for Hocus Pocus. It did. Worked for you in college. Still working now. It's it's paid itself off two times over. It has. <laughs> well, I guess that brings us to. Chase the sketch recommendations. Sketch, what are you going to recommend? I got a uh, Halloween recommendation for all okay. you uh, spooky, uh, spooky uh, guys and ghouls out Hit me there. With it. So I am going to recommend the house that dripped chocolate. Okay, I'm unfamiliar with that. That is the new Good Eats Halloween special that came Ooh. out this year. A one hour long deep dive into candy making with Alton Brown set to the uh, the, the very good story of, uh, of a young, uh, I guess he's not so young anymore, but uh, just a home cook who stumbles across the uh, cursed cookbook of an estranged candy maker. And as uh, he creates more uh, delicious confections, uh, the curse intensifies and the tricks become even more dangerous. And so it's kind of like a fun little Halloween short story tied with uh, the, uh, the normal culinary science you'd expect from Alton Brown. And he teaches you how to make two uh, brand name, candies that he cannot say the brand name of but uh you figure it out 
in nice. the episode. And nice. uh, it's just like it was a really good Halloween special. It really um he he did a really nice job of copying the style of like a nice little Halloween short story. So uh fantastic. And I'm pretty sure you can watch the whole thing on YouTube. Like uh oh, wow. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just out there. So I recommend the, the the Good Eats 2020 Halloween special, The House That Dripped Chocolate. I'm gonna go watch that. Yeah. Okay. What's your big rec? I am gonna recommend QB Halloween, the new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. It was fantastic. I I laughed. It was well, it's 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 great. It looks great, it's funny. It has a great cast. Um, Maya, uh, Maya Rudolph makes an appearance. Um, Tim Meadows. Um, mm, a lot of SNL I mean, it's, alums. It's, it's just, like stacked with SNL alums. Uh, 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 Skemi is in it. Uh, oh, wow. Nice. Um, who else? So this is live action. Rob Schneider. It's live action. It's not animated. It's just it's just a fun time. And Adam Sandler has perfected the craft of playing like the lovable loser, Mm -hmm. the person who would who would never seemingly contribute anything to society that is Mm -hmm. bullied and 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 you know you could you could make the argument that it's time for him to retire doing these things, but uh, and whether it's appropriate for him to like play these characters anymore. But it's just like a sweet message. It's a fun movie. It is it, it is fun and scary. It's like a perfect spiritual successor to Hocus Pocus. It's got your cameos. It's got your your Jeopardy. Your your suspense. It's comedic. The whole the whole family can watch it. I thought I'm it was peaked. really well executed. Consider me peaked. I think this, you'll enjoy it. This is Netflix. It's on Netflix. QB Halloween. All right. I think it's like the number one thing on Netflix. Still. It probably is. I mean, it's the perfect time. It is. And that's that's a case of good strategy. And, hey guys, what and are you going to do this year? I mean, come on. It's it's the right. it's the year to watch and listen things. Well, I mean, I, I will say and I, I hope that you will uh, help the New York Preservation Society head over to uh, their website um, and partake in. In search of the Sanderson sisters. Uh, the live Halloween one night only event. You can you can get your ticket for ten dollars and be a part of it and 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 help out New York Preservation Society um, and and enjoy the Sanderson sisters and all their glory and all their glory and Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. I fucking I, love Elmira. El, I, Elvira, are, are you a, are you a fan? I wouldn't call myself a fan. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, anti. Do you remember being a kid and like all the cutouts coming out every year? And oh, she would sure. always host. Oh yeah. The the marathon. Oh yeah. I mean, very recognizable. I mean, yeah. I love her whole story. Um, it, like if you're not familiar, Elvira is a character that this that actress has played for I guess forty. Long time. I mean, I was a kid. Forty-five years. Oh, and she was doing before. No, we I know. We we're kids. So I know. I she was. A, I, I meant years. to say she was a well-established character. Right. When I first met her as a as a child. I remember meeting her at the old Spooky World, mm-hmm. and she's just like the nicest person. Um, she's made a I, lot of I love, and stuff. Yes, you've she's probably seen her somewhere. She's she had her own movie vehicle that she starred in. 
but it's uh it's you know from a vegas showgirl to to a household name there you go and uh, i love that that they have i i feel like she and bet midler are probably pretty tight like that they travel in similar circles yeah very and she's bringing people. back the sanderson sisters so. and she's bringing back the sanderson sisters and i hope you will exp- experience it this halloween and uh be be safe be masked be socially distanced and uh be in the spirit of halloween Ooh, good spot good pun thank you spirit of halloween shades are you gonna take anything with you from pocusty pocusty i am glad you asked sketch I don't think what vehicle you I going am going to take this 1993 Ford Explorer. Who, wait, who had the Explorer? That's that's what they tricked the Sanderson sisters with. Oh, into the daylight savings. Into the daylight thing. savings. Yeah, time, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a rugged, robust vehicle. Yeah. Uh, it it held up in Jurassic Park. Sure did. It, it held up here, and yeah. uh, I think it deserves a spot of honor in the uh, in the Go Go Garage absolutely all right fantastic sketch what are you are you gonna take anything oh yeah i'm taking two things okay um mainly just to keep them out of trouble really okay i am gonna take the spell book that is you know bound in human skin you know in retrospect bound in human skin in retrospect also has an eyeball which i imagine is a human eyeball i imagine it's a human eye uh, and I'm also going to bring uh, what's left of the black flame candle uh, because, you know, no, no, no risk of me uh, lighting it. You know, I have doodle cats out of the bag on that one. Right. So uh, and 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 that one has been made from the fat of a hanged, a hanged man. man. Guys, these are gruesome things in this kid's movie. And I'm, ta- I'm taking them really for everyone's own good. Thanks, guys. You know, in retrospect. But you I still feel, explore. I still I stand by my choice to take the Ford Explorer. Yeah, I was only joking about the vehicle, but you found one. Good, good on you for finding you. one. Yeah, <laughs> ninety three is a big year for the Ford Explorer. It was. Yep. Yep. So I guess with that, uh, happy Halloween, Hot, everybody! Happy Halloween! We're, we're so glad you again. Yes. And, and uh, uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, visit us at patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Our website is shows.acast.com slash geeking out. You can email the show at go with shades and sketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative LLC. All rights reserved 2020.